<laughs> All right, let's do this. You ready? Mm-hmm. Well, the podcast now starts when you hit that button. Podcast here. Welcome. Hey there, Sam. How you doing today, old buddy, old pal? I'm good. I like to talk. Do you like to talk in the microphones? I like to talk in microphones. And uh, you, know, you got a face only for microphones, honey. I just realized I wasn't talking into the microphone very well. I realized. Now I'm trying to do it. I realized a long time ago I can't keep the same voice going for very long, so I'm just gonna go ahead. You're doing a Harry Carey face. You either. <laughs> Hey, I'm Harry Curry. Hey, I'm Will Ferrell's Harry Curry. I'm Will Ferrell's Harry Curry. <laughs> I feel like... Right, hold on, I get my face back to normal. Hey, I, Norm. He's dead, Michelle. Well, he was also talking to Colin when he said that a lot. That's true. <laughs> I felt like the guy in the remake of oh, The Hills Have Eyes. Mm-hmm. That's what I was trying to do in the face. Yeah. Uh, give us the baby. <laughs> you ever seen that movie? Give us the baby. I've seen. Ow, my fucking forehead hurts now. Sugar water. Oh, it was a sling blade? No, wait. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I like them French fried potatoes. Men uh, in black. That's what you were doing. Sugar water. Who was that guy? That's the Dennis Franz? Vincent D'Onofrio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was in The Cell. and Oh, yeah, he was in The Cell. He had a weird a career. He still does have a weird career to me. He did one of those CSI shows for a while. Yeah, or that's why like it's that, weird. Like, he's either really creepy and really weird or he's saving people's lives. I think he usually seems to do things in a certain sort of genre. Of crime? Crime. He's crime! A, he's a crime-man. He's a crime man. He's a crime man. Vincent D'Onofrio, you have the name and the personality. And hey, I'm back, by the way. I'm back. <laughs> last, last episode, I was pretty... Uh, oh, I thought you met your, you found your character's voice again from the beginning of the podcast. Yeah, that's long gone. <laughs> that's long gone. Uh, you mean you're happy? You're... I'm feeling better. <laughs> yeah. It has taken a good two and a half weeks. Yes. Uh, my head still feels funny, and I'm still pretty fatigued and just exhausted all the time, but that's what mm, high dosages of things that change your uh, brain chemistry will do. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, I would say so too. I don't know what to say about it. You were fucked up. You were bad. You were down in the dumps. Oh yeah. Uh, you weren't being like, uh, what's the word? You weren't sulking in it. I'm not a woe is me. No, you definitely weren't woe is me. You would say, I feel like shit. Yeah. I don't feel good. I don't feel good about myself. But you weren't like, take care of me, Sam. I'm never like that. Good thing, because I don't have the capacity to be like, they're there now. I'm just like, hey, are you going to the <laughs> kitchen already? Can you grab me a water? That's my form of care, too. It's like, hey, I'm headed to the kitchen. Do you need something? Yeah, but you don't do that often enough. Just kidding. Hey, welcome to Couple of Critics Podcast. I'm Michelle. I'm Sam. And we are a couple who review things. We're fucking married, man, if you don't know. 
We're fucking married, dude. We we're fourteen and a half years together. We're almost Jesus Christ. We're next year. We're hitting fifteen years together. So since That's a every long time, since it's known information on the podcast, how old would our child have been had we Jesus not? Fucking Christ! What a chada! What a chada! <laughs> yeah. Um, it would be like eight. Eight years old. He'd probably been a pretty cool little boy. It could have only been a boy. And if it tried to be anything else as it grew up, I would say no. You put it on a raft and sit it down the river? I'd sit it down the river. Hopefully it's bear food. Bear I, food? I would be very supportive. If, if we had a child, okay. I'd be very supportive of whatever they decided. But I would not be overly like involved, you know, like in community things. <laughs> I I think it's wild when parents talk about how their kids have crazy schedules and I specifically couldn't do things because I didn't have I didn't have money for extracurricular things. Oh yeah, growing up. And like we just got by with a living with a single parent and a mom who didn't uh pay the amount of child support she was supposed to. Now, why did extracurriculum things cost money? They always did, but you also had to have transportation. That's something I never had. Because my dad didn't get home until like 6.30 at night every night. He's a working man. Jim's a working man. He, oh, I'm not saying anything about it. still is a working it. man. That's what they call him. You know, and I'm going to turn him into more of a golfing man. I'm coming for you, Jim. We're going to hit the links again. Come on out. I'm still golfing. Golf season has not stopped for Sam. You could also go to him and see where he golfs. I wonder, I would love to, and I wonder what their schedule during the winter Ooh, hours are. There. Well, it's time to get into something else, speaking of my dad, which is what the fuck we do here in general. <laughs> yeah, it's what the fuck we do, man. Yeah, it's what the fuck we do here. What the shit we're about ready to do, we're about ready to do, is... a new character, I love it. I just accidentally putting too many things into it, so I just went overboard. What we're going to do here is review an album that reminds me of my father, because there was at least one summer of my childhood, I think, after this album came out, that this tape seemed like it didn't leave my dad's tape deck in his car for, like, the whole summer, I would say, at least. Not saying it never came out, but I mean, it didn't. It, if it came it out, loved. it didn't last long outside yeah. of that tape deck. And uh, this is the reason why I, like a lot of people my age, uh, I would say, unlike a lot of people my age, I would say, don't hate Aerosmith so much because I think you don't like Aerosmith at all. Is my Me? guess. Um, Sam? Yeah. Don't like Aerosmith? The the things have never crossed in my mind. So I I feel kind of alone a little bit on this episode. But I don't know that I... I don't think I would like Aerosmith if it wasn't something I heard so much as a kid. But I don't know. I'm not like anti it. Let's go ahead and get started on this so everybody else can make their own opinions. And uh, see what's going on. It looks like this has been playing <laughs> for like a long time. So I'm well, glad it's been turned it's down. It's been turned down. To where no one can so hear So everything anything. worked out nicely. So, 
So I, now that I know, I can turn it up. It was literally like halfway through the fucking album. <laughs> so it has yeah. just been playing. We set up for extra long this time because there's new abilities to new people. Things have been changed. I now have the soundboard in front of me finally after Michelle it being discussed for a really long time. So I'm not in charge of the soundboard. You're still you in are. charge of like everything else. But let's <laughs> let's start with this. Aerosmith I may have set it all up for you. Album. <laughs> <clears throat> this is Big Ones, which is a compilation of three compilation. albums that came out between 1987 and 1993. Those albums are Permanent Vacation, Pump, One, and Get two. a Grip. Get a grip. Get a grip. Okay. We also have Pump. a. One. There's an album called Pump. Pump. Yeah, and it's an old, call like an old truck on top of another old truck that looks like it's humping it. Of course it is. So I wouldn't expect exactly anything else from the man himself, Steve Tyler, the guy with the crazy sex drive. It seems from and the a, songs that he a, writes and a crippling drug addiction at one point. At one, yeah, at one point. Uh, but we also have a, a track from the Beavis and Butthead experience and two new songs on this. So most of these are just beautiful. It's mostly just a greatest hits of what is considered their comeback era after they did, you know, earlier in their career when they had what I would consider some of their actual better songs. And what I probably would as well. Which, but it's more kind of like bar rock. Over time, they went glam and went more in like a big studio rock sort of direction. Arena rock, so, you said the other day, and it was the perfect word. Yeah, for it. arena. So this is uh, this is definitely in that era. Let's start with Walk on Water. Let's do it. Well, you didn't have it fucking turned up, <laughs> so we didn't hear the beginning of the I'm song. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're. And you're, you're pretending I'm in control? Is that just, of just, the soundboard. You just give up all other control? Of the soundboard. There was a whole, like, beginning that mattered. It was like... Then play it again. Start it over. Nobody cares. It's a podcast. We can do whatever we want. No, I'll just let it be known that you ruined it. <laughs> so this is one of the new songs. Walk on Water. This is not oh, a greatest hit. This is just true to this album. Uh, I kind of like when bands do that, when they do little best ofs or sometimes tribute albums to like genres or one, you know, do like a punk album. Like Slayer did a punk album and they put two originals on there and that was awesome. Uh, I did not know when you gave this album to me that it was a compilation. Because the name Big Ones doesn't necessarily give it away. No, it not with them. It just sounds like a sexual on, on Yeah, on yeah. The... I just thought they were like, yeah, we got big dicks. Listen to our album. I thought that's what the whole thing was. So They, they have to because none of them are pretty. They don't have to. They have guitars. Have you ever heard about any of them having big dicks? I think if they did, you would heard, heard about it. I've, not, I've only heard about the few that are just really well known. If they're bigger than average, you don't really hear about them. Now, I, even if they're not, even if Steven Tyler's not packing, I bet he's average at least, because most men are. That's why it's called average. I say at least, but I bet he can fuck real good. I, I that I bet he can also rock some cunnilingus like a motherfucker. Say, I bet he could go down like a god. He has <laughs> he has quite the mouth on him. 
because he's been a predator on so many women in practice this so many times. A predator? <laughs> I'm pretty sure women Tyler. were throwing themselves. I'm sure they were, but I think there's a time in his life, too, where he was a creep, creep-tastic. And it's called now. <laughs> I mean, he has very enviable hair for a lot of middle-aged women. <laughs> it's nice. You can tell he's had thing. He's had it thickened. I almost fell. <laughs> Don't make fun of me. I almost died. I almost died listening to Aerosmith. That's that's tough, brother. <laughs> uh, you said bar rock earlier. There's definitely, even if they get glamier and poppier and stuff, they still have a bar mm-hmm. sensibility to it, especially when they add, like, harmonicas and shit. I feel like they do have kind of like a almost more of a good old boy working man sound. I would agree. It's just like good old blues rock and roll. Essentially, yeah. I mean, as a dude who plays guitar, they're most of the time playing blues riffs. Yeah. Just rock and roll that. Unless they're doing the whole, we want a whole prom to dance to this song sound. Then it doesn't go bluesy until he like does a solo. But other than that, this is all. I don't think he's horny at all. Steven Tyler not horny. Nah. I wonder if just because he's got the microphone, he's perceived as the horniest, but like really the bass player like fucked the most women. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Probably not because it's like Probably Joe Perry's nose. <laughs> Joe Perry's mouth and his nose were able to take care of two different women at the same time. I'm gonna add three in there. <laughs> So this was actually a single. So the two songs that weren't previous singles that were new on this album were released as singles. So technically the whole album are hits. Is full of hits. I'll say this, Aerosmith knows how to write hits. They knew what they were fucking doing. I can't disagree. I'm, like I said, I understand this doesn't appeal to everyone necessarily, but it's for what it is, it's fucking solid. I'll, I'll go ahead and give you a little spoiler. I wasn't miserable during this album. There's sections that, yeah, are real fucking rough. But songs like this, I like the blues enough that even though I know it's like that glammy sheen side of the blues mm-hmm. and rock and roll, it's, more the it's, radio still blues and ro- it's still blues and rock riffs. Yeah. Still get that. It's still got an attitude. I can still smell cigarettes when I hear it. I bet you can easily smell a cigarette on Steven Tyler's big mouth breath. Just like all the time. Mm-hmm. Even if he stopped smoking 20 years ago, he still smells like cigarettes. I bet if you pushed on his stomach hard enough, he could get a little <laughs> puff of smoke coming out. I bet if you. Or that's just like a chlamydia um, polyp that popped inside oh, of him. And... I bet if he sneezes hard enough, cocaine shoots out. Well, I'd be right there with Kleenexes. <laughs> just put your nose up, his nostril up against his nostril, and um, he just sneezes into your nose. There are certain jokes that just don't go over as well now that it's COVID has been a thing, and everyone's so like, get away from me, which I love so much. But the idea of exchanging body fluids with a stranger is even more <laughs> scary now than it ever has been to me. Forget Steven STDs. Tyler's not a stranger. You know who he is. He's a virus. 
<laughs> I wish I knew the other guy's names besides Steve Perry. Steve Perry. Isn't there like a Joe? Hold on, let me Isn't pull it this. Joe up. Perry? No, oh, it's Joe Perry. Steve I think Perry's every from time, Journey. Every goddamn time. Every and it's Steven Tyler. I think that's actually why I do it because it's Steven Tyler and yeah. Joe Perry. Yeah. We also have Tom Hamilton, who is the bass player. Okay, the guy who fucks the most women, Tom Hamilton. We have Joey Kramer on drums. Joey Kramer's. All Joe Kramer. Okay. And. Bradley Whitford. Brad Whitford. What? Not the Bradley Whitford, but Brad Whitford. What's he doing? On guitar. On guitar? Says their style, which is rooted in bass, blues, hard rock, has incorporated elements of pop rock, definitely heavy metal, glam metal, and rhythm and blues. Well, we already said blues-based hard rock. Um, Yeah, I would say. All accurate. Yeah, I haven't... I remember that there was one... Okay, and I, I brought this up to you already, but I'll say it on the podcast. MTV, for a short amount of time, for just a handful of years, had an, a show called Icons. And every year, they would highlight an artist, and it would be just like a whole event, hour and a half, two-hour show, whatever, dedicated to just... Uh, I, I could be wrong on the time. But just celebrating the artists, different artists would come in and do and perform different songs. And it was just, it's something that you would see on an award show that would typically be like 10 minutes long, but they stretched it into a whole show. Yeah, I remember that show. And there were, I don't remember, I remember they did Janet Jackson because I liked that one a lot. I don't remember all of them, but there was an Aerosmith one. I remember one. they did Herbie Hancock. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> when Aerosmith was airing, because you had to actually watch things when they were on back in the day. Uh, back in the day, even though we did have when they were on, well, we, if you didn't have a TiVo or a VCR a to VCR. record things, well, you also <laughs> only had so many VCRs that you could use. Because if Dad had something that he, if Dad wanted to record a game because it was going to start before he got home from work, if only my dad wanted to record a game. Miss you, Paul. <laughs> uh, so that was just that had that held precedent over everything else because he oh was the yeah one, he owned it oh he, he, he owned paid it for the bills he owned it and there will be hell to pay if football game is not to be watched. Dad deserves to reign supreme, That's especially true. if you're a single dad. Give the man his football game for sure. So and his soap operas. And maybe did he watch soap operas. Did he, did he did he tape soap operas during the day? He did for a little bit after being with my mom for so long and just kind of knowing the story. But it, I don't think it lasted very long. It just kind of like trailed off, and he's probably like, "What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> yeah, why am I watching this shit? <laughs> probably like this isn't even good." Okay, so I would say that I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> I would say that you did too. Um, but let's just get back into this first <laughs> problem. It. <laughs> I think that's probably a good way to ah, handle that. The tale and woes of two fucking stoners. I also never had great memory. My brain fog, as I've said, has still not been great. Um, oh yeah, yeah, that's still you, according to you. I don't know. My I'm brain still brain. just feels weird, but whatever. I'm getting through it. Uh, but this song, since this is all my dad, my dad would sing this song. He would sing because he knew the main lyrics. And my sister and I would jump on the backing vocals for the song, which is really not appropriate if you think about it as an adult. But Can't here's the wait song, to think about this. Love is, love in an Elevator. Oh, yeah. You guys should not have been singing this song together. Bad Jim. Bad Jim. That's not his fault. He's like, they don't get it. And it doesn't matter. It's rock and roll, baby. They don't get it. 
fucking an elevator. Living it up when I'm going down. Yeah, going up when I'm licking pussy. That's not long Whoa. enough time to give a woman face in an elevator versus just getting sucked off real quick. I mean, both can be achieved. I don't know if you can achieve orgasm on a lady in that short, but that's what I'm you can still get a lick in. That's what I'm saying. It's a little bit of a waste of time. You can give it the old Tootsie Pop. A one, a two, a three. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We got vulgar. This episode's X-rated because of Steven Tyler. I'd say that the Wesley Willis episode was probably a little more yeah. X-rated than this one. A little more... Vulgar. A little more bestiality, I would say. I'd say so. This is at least human sex. Uh, this song's okay for me. All these songs are just okay for me, by the way. So you said that your mom liked music like this because I know I she. Why does she liked um, Guns N' Roses? Yeah. Boo. Guns N' Roses, Metallica, ACDC, Prince. I know Prince didn't fit in those, but I still play guitar. Yeah. So she likes. She likes guitar-driven rock and roll if they're singing. You know, she doesn't really enjoy... She said she liked... Like, when I started getting into heavy metal, mm -hmm. like, when I started screaming, she's like, I like the guitar riffs, but I don't like the voice. And then eventually I get into death metal, and she's like, I don't really like any of it. So. I feel very similar to your mom in that aspect. <laughs> you were very similar with a lot of people in that aspect. I feel like I give some things a pass that I don't give other things a pass. And I think we all do that because of Absolutely. what we're used to. Absolutely. And I think there are a lot of artists who a lot of people might consider better than Aerosmith, and I just be like, nah. <laughs> but I'm not necessarily going to go out of my way and just be like, hey, let's listen to Aerosmith. I've never made you listen to Aerosmith. No. Except for a couple songs that I'm just like, these oh, are legitimately well, couple, good yeah, songs. Yeah, there's a couple songs that I enjoy listening to. Last like, Child and Back in the Saddle. Yeah. Back in the Saddle And I said that I do think, even though it's super overplayed, I don't think that should take away from the fact that Sweet Emotion is actually a good song. Sweet and emotion. you said that you disagree with that. That fits into this kind of Aerosmith to me. That doesn't seem like old Aerosmith to me. It definitely is. I remember asking my dad about, because I knew this before I knew early Aerosmith. This was my first... Oh, yeah. Introduction. I'm sure, yeah. So when I heard Dream On for the first time, I remember asking my dad, like, why does his voice sound so different? <laughs> and he said it was production. And I also think that Steven Tyler kind of changed the way he sang. He, he did. went into more of a, like, big... For sure. I, I mean, he went into the more like, ah! Which I like. I think he <laughs> he's definitely an interesting person to listen to. He can belt out some tunes. Like, I understand why they're famous. I understand why they're a big hit. Uh, Simply easy listening. They were perfect rock, for their time. Like, they could not come out with these songs now and be popular. They're popu these songs are popular like now because part. they came out after time. I can't stand those fucking gang vocals. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> I more just like the the melody as a. Uh, well, they I want to say this about Steven Tyler too. They're doing a lot of basic like blues guitar riffs, like I mm -hmm. said earlier, rock riffs. Which is and more Steven Tyler, which Joe is Joe Perry. Yeah, it's more Joe Perry. Steve Perry, please. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> Steven Tyler, Joe Perry, Steven Tyler, Joe Perry. And 
Bert Backrack? What was the drummer's name? I couldn't remember. We're way past that. All right, fuck it. Uh, the drummer is, I'm going to say, Joey Kramer. Oh, Joey Cranes. Brad Whitford but is Steven, the guitar. But Steven Tyler, he's good at... I am assuming he's writing most of the lyrics. I would good assume at, so. Um, writing rhythms and melodies that contrast what the guitar and bass are doing, but it fits. And I think that's a talent that is lost in metal. Instead and of everything just following suit and Especially extreme metal. It seems like extreme metal is just going to follow the exact rhythm of the guitar almost. And it came not, I'm not saying all, but it's saying this is what it's victim to. And it's nice. There were things that I made myself enjoy while listening to this. Like, oh, they're really good at this. They're really good at this. The production value is stellar on every fucking song. You did mention that you're trying to be less negative. Oh, yeah. In general, really, because I'm going to kill myself if I don't. <laughs> just out of sheer anger, not depression. Just can't handle other people. So. Well, and you are correct that there are a lot of more ballady slow songs on this as well. Yeah, like, and I have a hard time with those. I can't... Those are hard to talk myself into. It also feels like it's really, like, heavy in the middle. And of... Which, I mean, there are a lot. There are a lot of slower songs. And even the ones that aren't just full-on rock songs or aren't straight battles. And just kind battles. of find, like... Battles. <laughs> ballads. <laughs> but maybe it's also just like kind of like that power ballad mentality even though it's it's past like the hair metal yeah it's yeah, but it's still the same chords yeah so it's the same and but let's move <laughs> and on. it was the same chords the decade before and the same chords the decade before well this song's not there. slow let's listen to ragdoll yeah i don't know which one's okay i know this one i don't know names of songs unless it's like the chorus name yeah this is this is very bar especially when they had like the slide guitars and the I, harmonicas, those just seep bar room to me. I remember when Steven Tyler, whenever that was, five, ten years ago, put out a country album. I thought it was the weirdest fucking choice. And then there are songs in here after re-listening, after however long. It's like, okay, there's a little, this is a little closer to that good old boy stuff than uh, I realized. I would agree with you, because it's like, it's just one step over to like, not rockabilly, but just like country boy. Like, it definitely has that, yeah, that like working man feeling. And there's a, this is almost a country shuffle. Well, it has that kind of like, oh, where it's doing the slide guitar. That has more of a, at right. least for me, like 90s country. Oh, yeah, all country. Slide guitar all the time. It just depends if there's a distortion on it or not. He's got to write the lyrics, right? I would think so. Sometimes they're really juvenile He's, and stupid. He, we'll have a, I have a game set up once again. This is going to be my new thing. I want to make a new game for every episode. I think it makes it fun. Okay. But Steven Tyler has a way with words, not just in song. He has a way with words on American Idol. He has a way with words in his book. He has a way with words in just interviews. He's a he's an artist. He's got that <laughs> artist brain. I think he's one of those dudes that's just got like rhymes and rhythms going through his head all the time. So he, he's like, see about Bob Dinny. He literally, and I mean this sounds I mean literally whatever, but 
He is one of the people in the world who definitely marched to the beat of their own drum. Very much he so. He is who the fuck he is. He's always been kind of androgynous. Yes. With yeah. the long hair and the flowy, like, ladies' blouses. Oh, ladies' blouses with his chest open, like, down to his crotch almost. Like, Doing, like, the David Lee Roths. Yeah. Still. Yeah. Scarves everywhere. All the scarves <laughs> just flying, which I think that that makes it a lot less boring because you're seeing, oh, like, yeah. colors and stuff it's, it's versus just... Flamboyancy always makes things less boring. <laughs> Elton John, any, like, big show. Kiss! Kiss is fucking flamboyant as shit. Everyone loved Liberace. Everyone. Yes. <laughs> Especially guys. Uh, that's my voice. I say when it's a shitty Especially young 20-year-old blonde boys who uh, wanted... You know, fame and stardom themselves, and you should watch uh, Behind the Candelabra if you want to get some of that. What a word! Good stuff, or word like a document. No, what a yeah, like a word document. (laughs) What a word, candelabra. Uh Huh? I'd call it a candlestick. (laughs) I think that would be one solitary. Oh, the candelabra is that the whole thing? Like a like a. Jewish, uh, what do you call that? That's a menorah. A menorah. It's the same. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Candelabras and menorahs are the one and the same. I think camel, cam- candelabras. Ooh, is that is that a candle with like a lot of humps, like more humps than usual? Uh, yes, <laughs> or it could be a can of Campbell soup. That's a candle, candelabra. God damn it, stop looking at me like that. What about Bruce Candelabra? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. I think a candelabra is like, it's less s- s- candlesticks. You know what we didn't do this whole fucking song? Talk about Aerosmith and this song? No. I'm going to, I'll give us a little bit of, Here we give go. it just a little bit, because it'll oh. give us a chance to do it. Oh, okay. Because we've done it the whole time. We've done it on our own. We've done it together. But for some reason... I'm extending the length of the song. We haven't done it at all this podcast. It's true. We have things we have to do. And it's just if you're stupid and you like us, then you may have made this reference. Mm, what, what I don't know when it's to. coming. Get a while, it's easy. Don't mind. Steven Ranazizi. Steven Ranazizi. He's an actor. Am he... I going to get the other one, too? No, that was it. No, the, the one about fecal stuff. <laughs> You, I can give you fecal stuff if you want. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Does he sit? How is the song almost over? Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> oh shit! I should have had you do that on the spot. I always like to you're, say you instead like just of talking about other stuff. Though. I'm moving. I'm really moving. I like to replace it with I'm pooping. I'm really pooping. And there you go. It had to be brought up. You're welcome, everyone. It had to. You can write to me at one. one. No, I don't want to say the address. <laughs> one one. That's what our address starts man. with. One one Leverman Lane. Yeah, we're on one one Leverman Lane. One one. They don't say eleven around here. No. It's one one Leverman Lane. Lovers don't say eleven because we're one number one to each other. One one. One and one. I don't want to be your other half. I believe that one and one make two. One and what's that song? That's the brilliant Alanis Morissette. <laughs> I thought there was a song that was like one and one make two. There are a lot of things like that. One Just the two of us. 
we can make it if we try. Just the two of us, you and I. I know that because of it takes Dr. Two, Evil. Baby. It takes two, baby. Uh, Me and you. Two minutes to midnight to kill the unborn in the womb. Midnight. Two turtle doves (laughs) and and a partridge in a pear tree. Next week is our Christmas episode. That is true. (laughs) And yesterday was my birthday. Happy birthday, Michelle, because we still haven't got our cushion on, so this episode comes out in two days. (sighs) My name's Michelle. Michelle. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Michelle. We're going to go on to the next song, which is the first. Of all of the songs that go down in tempo, here is what it takes. Oh, I'll be back. Are you going to be gone for a lot of the podcast? Yes. Just leave me alone to talk to myself. Yeah. I almost left you. You got a lot of things to work out with yourself. <laughs> you want me to do it here? No, don't do that. I don't even know where that I would was a begin. Joke. It was a joke. I could tell everyone oh, about how so what's this song I have no relationship with most of my family. <laughs> and Shut up. <laughs> People think that I'm crazy, <laughs> and that I'm that I I'm I'm some left liberal leaning lunatic. <laughs> I know how much you want guns, God, from everyone. Yeah, I think you should break down people's doors and take all of their guns. Take them all. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> That's so dumb. <laughs> but now it's cold inside, and you're back on the street like you didn't miss a beat. I know pretty much all of oh. the words to this. I was a uh, witness to that on our little drive on Sunday, yesterday. Yeah, we took a drive up to Michigan. For no reason at all. Yeah, no, none at all. We just wanted to take a long drive. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, you definitely, you not only know, like, all the words, you know, like, every little, like, uh. Your life to the toss of the day. Yeah, like little intricacies. I know little uh, things with his voice and cool like, stuff like I'm girl just, before I met God you. God damn it, it's not karaoke episode. I-N-E fun, <laughs> which I didn't know was the name of a song. I guess that happens a lot in songs where they will reference older songs, other songs and album titles. Are we cool? <laughs> I, I think that probably happens more than I realize. I'll tell you when it happens a lot, who it happens a lot with. Frank Zappa. I mean, Led Zeppelin would do that, too, sometimes. So, I mean, other people, yeah. people do it. They're talking about their own songs or Lord of the Rings. Uh, or Pussy. And sticking or, sharks Or all it. those three things. Mud sharks, baby. Ooh, we're back to Frank Zappa now. Yeah, this is, I call this prom dancing music. I bet you could do much like a Six Degrees of Separation with Kevin Bacon. I have a feeling you could do that with... Kevin who? Can you do that for me again? Bacon. Okay. I'm pretty sure you could do that with Frank Zappa in a music sense. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. But maybe not, because he didn't collaborate with a lot of people. No, I don't know. Maybe that's actually very wrong. You could do it with this guy was in the band and then this dude was in another band. Yeah. But it wouldn't be actually... Frank necessarily, just people who were in Frank's band yeah. over the years. But that's how you do separation of Kevin Bacon, as you said. People, this person worked with this person who worked yes. with that person who slid a note under Kevin Bacon Bacon's door saying, hey, baby, you're sizzling. <laughs> you're sizzling. 
That's my. That's a horrible sizzling sound. It sounds like a shitty. Um, what is it called? It goes in a lawn and it waters the lawn. <laughs> Water sprinkler. sprinkler? That's what it's called. <laughs> lawn. Um. Speaking of you saying Kevin Bacon's name is Kevin Bacon, we ate lunch with uh, a friend the other day. Yesterday. And you said the word daughter. And I sli- I just said, oh, your daughter. <laughs> and she was, she actually had to stop and be like, huh? She had no fucking clue like, what I you said. I thought you said my daughter's name, but like said it wrong. <laughs> and I was like, no. No. I just... <laughs> I just said no. It's uh, it's daughter. I just said daughter. And I gotta say, when you talk like that, you sound a lot like a certain person that I'm not gonna say the name of. Oh, is it? Uh, don't do it. Oh, okay. I don't want her to show up. She hits you in oh, the fucking face. Oh, I wasn't thinking that at you all. You fall to the ground, and then I have to talk to no, her. No, I was thinking of an actual. I, I, it's. The, the Belcher mom is who I feel like I sound like. Oh. Uh, but it's, it's whatever that sort of accent is. That's what I'm leaning into. I believe her name is Bernice. Bernice Belcher. <laughs> That's not true at all. Linda. Linda. Bam. So, do you like every song on this album? I don't hate anything. Any song. So you none of them are skippers? Yes. This They're is... skippers. There are definitely skippers. Okay. But I don't necessarily hate them. I would listen to songs that I like the least on this album over I don't know, anything by Metallica or ACDC or I don't know, a lot of bands Slipknot, fucking Pantera. I would listen to hold Aerosmith on, over on. Pantera me, any day. Let me try a few. Gorgasm? Aerosmith. Uh, decrepit birth. Aerosmith. Jeez, I don't know what to say here. I'm done. If it's not, if you're not going for decrepit birth, you're not going for anything. Aerosmith. What about shotgun suicide? Suicide Aerosmith. <laughs> <laughs> are, are any of nobody from Aerosmith has died yet? Have they? No. Interesting. I wonder who the first is going to be. I wonder how many of them have STDs. That'd be fun to figure out. Currently? Like ones that can't get rid of? Yeah. I'd say at least half the oh, band has something that they're living with long term. At least half. I want to know what Steven Tyler's living with long term. Oh, I'm, I'm sure I mean, he's... just from a needle going into his heart, <laughs> let alone the dicks he's been putting in. Wait, did that make sense? Yep, that, he's been putting dicks in his <laughs> arm for years. Speaking of putting dicks in your arm for years, this is a song that uh, I think that would be seen in this time. Because I said, oh, it's going to be interesting to talk about this song in this time at the very end of 2021. But the song isn't as negative. If you actually look at the lyrics, let's get along into the song, Dude Looks Like a Lady. Oh, man, it sounded like shit was glitching there for a second. Couldn't believe it. It's just artistic value. I always thought it was neat when people did, when they slid it over from one side to the next. We've talked about this before, panning. panning. Jimi Hendrix was big on it. We've done this. Yeah, I was listening to Cannibal Corpse the other day, and it's an earlier album. And there's a section where he's like, uh, uh, uh. Uh, and each grunt is in 
one ear and it just goes back and forth. It sounded very amateur. It's very, very poor decision. What, does this song make you think of a movie? This song makes me think of turning the radio station. <laughs> uh, it, sh- it does, but I can't think of what it is. It's a... Uh, Fuck, what is this? Hold on, I can see somebody... I feel like we watched this to see how it held up. Oh, it's fucking Mrs. Doubtfire. Last year, yeah. There you go. I wonder why. (laughs) That dude might look just like a lady because it's Robbie Williams. She whipped out her gun and tried to blow him away. So the song, as you think, it sounds kind of, you know, transphobic. I guess Sam said the, the... Oh, wait, you made that up. Huh? But I think it's not a song that you'd probably hear on the radio too much. Because oh, it's been canceled. There was a big article about it. This was song's there? out. Yep. What do you think of that guitar tone? It comes I in heavily it's... in the beginning of each verse and then kind of fades out, it seems. Fine with it. It gives a little flavor. Uh-huh. Gives a little rhythm. I like little extras like that. It's weird because it's like a, a faded guitar. It's like not a in-your-face guitar. It's like a computerized guitar, but it couldn't have been computerized at that time. So this part here is why the song is clearly not a, a transphobic song, because he's saying, let me take a peek, dear. I forgot the words because I'm not <laughs> looking at them. Uh, but he's saying, turn the other cheek, do me. He's all into it. He's like, ah, whatever. Yeah, he's not. Give me that dick. Do me, do me, do me, all right. He's like, I was going to stick my penis in something, but now I might as well bend over. Do me. Do me, do me, do me. That or blowjob. Mutual blowjob? Yes. As also called a 69. Ooh, what a funky lady. <laughs> not, a, not simultaneous. Imagine. What about like 69 sucks? What about like one dude's leaning over, sucking it, and then you put your arm over them and you're jerking their dick while you're getting sucked? Yeah. Okay, cool. God, I am rock hard right now. I believe it. <laughs> so, uh, I wonder how many men Steven talk. I bet he isn't fully straight. He just doesn't talk about it. I bet he mostly likes women. I bet he's messed around with men. I'm going to say. Even if it wasn't, like, solitary, he's been in an orge. He's definitely been in some group sex situations. And he probably has had, like, his dick in the same ass at the same time as another dick at the very least. Oh, like they ran a train on someone? Yeah. Ew. That's so gross. That's even, that's even saying it like that. What, ran a train? Is horrid. Yeah, ran a train is pretty brutal sounding. <laughs> it's really awful. That's why I like to say <laughs> like I said, you know, like every little thing. I know a lot of it. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm gonna call it consensual. Same person fuck. What? You keep going back to this uh, fucking thing between two men. Yeah, it's Steven Tyler. You want to fuck Steven Tyler? No, I can only think about deviant sex and drugs when Steven Tyler's being talked about. Not the fact that he had some weird sexualization of his daughter by putting her as a sex yes, symbol in his that, music videos. That's part of it. Which is weird as hell. Yes. 
He wants to fuck that daughter. What was her name? Liv? It still is. She's still living. <laughs> That's her full name, Liv? I believe so. Is it Elizabeth? The next song is Janie's <laughs> Got a Gun. Here we go. This part reminds me of rubber bands. Go on. I don't know how to explain it. I can't figure it out. It's so just, It just seems like they made all those sounds with rubber bands in their mouth. <laughs> no rubber bands, Sam. If he had braces, rubber band band. If he had braces and he had to put those little rubber bands in, then yeah, he did. Meow, meow. Do you think he's saying rubber band man? I I absolutely know that he did. So this this song is about a daughter getting fucked by her by her dad. By her dad. It's really dirty. I think that this was. I, I didn't look this up. I feel like this was like a news story or something. Let me look it up real quick. A news story uh, like that he wrote it about, or I feel like that's the case. Or the, the, the song being written was a news story. Welcome news story today. Steven Tyler is writing a song about a girl getting fucked by a dad. And meanwhile, he's also putting his own daughter in videos sexually. Oh. It does say that the, the the music was written, the riffs, the title, and the melody were all came up with before he actually took any direction with the lyrics. So I guess it was just, Janie's got a gun. And then it says that he read a news... Okay, I thought this. He read... Stephen read a Newsweek article on gunshot victims. He was able to connect the song with the theme of child abuse and incest. He said, I got really angry that nobody was paying homage to those who were abused by mom and dad. (laughs) No one was paying homage. In this article, I was reading about it. Yeah, that's that's pretty accurate, I'd say. (laughs) And is this song really paying homage to... I don't think anybody heard it was like... Well, she yeah, kills, we gotta change things. She kills him to get revenge. Yeah, I'm good. But she's gonna spend time in jail, so I'm, she's not necessarily the victor. She just stopped the abuse. My opinion of people though is that 80 percent of people are not paying attention to what the song is about, and they're paying attention to if they can hold a Coors Light and move their butt during it. And yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yeah, the white lady dance, holding the beer. And then the husband has no shirt on and two beers. And he does like this weird grindy kind of hump thing while she does the swaying back and forth dance. One thing that they don't give white women credit enough for is how they can do the same dance to the same tempo to any fucking kind of song Uh, that they're listening to. Regardless of what the tempo of the song is, they've still got their own. It's like whatever drunk song they're actually listening to in their head because they're zoned out. That's what their body is always swinging to. It's always Margaritaville in their head. How gross. <laughs> or Cheeseburger in Paradise, which I always thought was not a real song and found out it was. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, there's very interesting sounds in this song. A lot of like big... The extra boom. things. And the guitar sounds weird, and they're putting like big echo on the drums for the... Boom. Do you think they're using a different big drum? They could be, easily. Or just a nice big low tom, two low tom. I want to hear you say, 
Put a bullet in his brain. What, like he did before? Yeah. Put a bullet in his brain. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gotten much of Steven Tyler singing action from you, so. Oh, I didn't know you wanted to. I would think it's appropriate. I don't know many of the words, so I can't really, uh, or the rhythms that well, so I can't really. I don't know how the songs go. Good, Sam. I don't like the... Oh, the symphonic stuff where they go psycho for a second? It's really dramatic, which I get it's the point. It's supposed to be big. They got that from Alfred Hitchcock. But it's a little big. It's how a little many songs big. are on this fucking album? Fifteen. Holy shit. You act like that's a lot. That's pretty standard. I'd say somewhere between around 12 to 15 is pretty standard. I'm used to death metal albums that are eight. That's not true. You've given me plenty of albums that are way more than eight songs. Plenty. Okay, so maybe the Dying Fetus albums are eight songs. And that's what I was referring to. That one band. Janie's got a gun. Janie Briggs got a gun. Who's Janie Briggs? I used to love and own the movie, not another teen movie. Okay. And they parodied. Oh, yeah. I told you about this. Yes, you did. They parodied 10 Things I Hate About You, the scene where Heath Ledger is singing to Julia Stiles while she's on the field, and he's like, <sighs> I can't remember what song he even sings, but he's like, I think it's like, Can't Take My Eyes Off You. Y'all just do good. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember either. It's probably not that it's song Heath at all. Ledger, right? But it's Heath Ledger, yeah. and he's like dancing around and singing. Yeah. And then Be so. magnanimous. In one of those, you know, teen parody movies because there were so many of those different teen genre films that came out in the 90s and early 2000s date movie yeah so then there ended up being movie just things that were uh, laughing at that and making a mockery of it and there's a guy who because he's it's like oh i want to impress this girl and it's like just sing a song with her name in it and her name is janie and then it cuts to that scene, that scene, and he's singing, Janie's got a gun. Janie Briggs got a gun. And then since they're at school, everyone freaks out and runs away. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Those classic jokes in those movies. Mm-hmm. Which that was one of the better ones. I it's think. funny that, that you like that because ones. that is like, in my opinion, bad Leslie Nielsen type humor. Uh, kind of, but there's also, I, I guess I have a little bit of soft spot for that because there is that one National Lampoon movie, which was my introduction to it. And that's the one where you see Emilio Estevez's ass and he lives in like a trailer, but then on oh, the inside, uh, it looks like a mansion. Uh, Hot Shots? No. Was that, it wasn't a, I don't remember what that's called. Fuck, what is it? It's a, 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 a it's the lethal weapon. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. Oh, God damn it. So something like that or uh, there's a different direction I was going in. Scary movie. But that's what all those derived from. Mm-hmm. So some of those uh, parody movies weren't so bad. They were okay. I never watched those. I saw scary movie like one, two and three and then I was out. Scary Movie 2 was what a lot of people like the most. That's what I do as well, because that has yeah. David Cross in it. Yeah, and I remember seeing Scary Movie with my mom in theater, and there was a scene where a dick goes in somebody's ear in, that, in the bathroom, and it was, a, it was the opposite of comfortable. 
in that theater next to my mom. Like, yeah, we're looking at a penis together right now. I'm too young to be seeing this in your eyes. It's funny how that works because you have a penis. It's just you're not usually mm. seeing a penis go through someone's head. Mm. And it's it's funny that what's inappropriate is not the fact that something is penetrating someone's head. <laughs> the violence <laughs> isn't a problem. No, 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 no. But no. the fact that it's a body part that resembles what you already have is a problem. I think it was more that his head was being fucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Through a glory hole in the bathroom stall. Uh, that movie came out in 2000. Oh, I was fucking old enough to be seeing that. What? Scary movie. Came out in 2000. We graduated in 2004. I was fucking old enough. I was good to go. We have a couple more songs before we're going to take a break here. And these are some of the slower, big, uh, ballady hits that they had. We'll start with Crying. Now this one is engraved into my brain. Can't get away from this song. Why is that? just one of those ones that you heard all the fucking time on the radio and like at, at school dances i don't remember hearing this stuff at school dances at all i remember it's it like, aerosmith and corn at school dances that's a weird memory because i remember like it a blew. tootsie roll and oh yeah i guess i also didn't go around it and was outside most of the time why did you even go I don't know. To ruin other people's good times, which was my good time. Because it was still a thing to do. Yeah. And that one year, I got a bunch of money because I just walked around with a cup that said, give me money. And it worked. (laughs) I was there like, for what? I beg, just to give me money. And they go, okay. And they give me money. It was awesome. So, in addition to having his daughter in music videos, his daughter was good friends with Alicia Silverstone, so she made her way into some videos as well. And this was one of them. Steven Tyler definitely fucked her. I I can't fuck my daughter, I'm going to fuck my daughter's friend. I've seen this video within the last year, and I don't know, I don't think Liv's in this one, I think it's only Alicia. And she looks, she has such a young face. That it's weird to me that guy. I mean, ugh, that guys like young girls so much. So maybe he did, but I'm her sure. face looks so young That's at what this he liked. time. Innocent. She looked like a fucking like fifteen or sixteen year old, even though she was in her early twenties. Now, which one is this video? Because in my head, the only one I can remember is where there's a schoolgirl leaving that building. And they like, that's one where they uh, like strip at the end, or like where live. Yeah, strips. they're stripping at one point, and then. But then I also remember a video where she jumps off a bridge at the end. That's this one. Okay, so I just mixed the two completely. And she's just hanging there and like flips them off. It looks like, like she's. <laughs> it looks like she's gonna commit suicide, but yeah. she has a bungee cord, which is attached to the belly ring that she just got. I think is the idea. Which there's no way that that's true. Ah. She just got her belly button pierced, and Stephen uh, Dorf. I think that's his name. Not not Brad Dorf, but Stephen Dorf. He was popular a little bit around that time. I think he's in that video he, as well. He's in Blade. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You didn't know I was going to know that fucking name, did you? but that makes sense. Yeah, he's the bad guy. So even though I don't think that this song is as bad as I think. I mean, obviously, I don't put all of the ballads on the same level. Oh, this one's way better ballad. I think so, too. 
Well, it's got, it's a beat right now. It's like, there's chord choices that literally just kill my soul. You have this part. I wish I could actually do it like Stephen can. I think it's funny that you you give me the international symbol to shut up, which is this, the flip off, and then you go ahead and scream over it. <laughs> because I wanted to actually focus on the song. Uh, when you flipped me off, I wanted to go, oh, you're a regular Alicia Silverstone at the end of this fucking video. <laughs> Let Stephen do his thing. It's it's impressive that he can do those. Especially if you watch him do it. He, it looks effortless. Hey, he just goes into it. And he's got a huge fucking mouth. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, I like it because it's gritty. It's not... It's yeah, it's like it sounds like it hurts, but it, I don't think it's it does. It's like a screeching, and yeah. I've always liked it. I know it's kind of like I'm, sh I don't know. So, what I want to do is I want to make a fucking metal song, and I want to get Steven Tyler to do a fucking cameo on it, where he's just like, it does that high scream. I think it would sound fucking good. I wonder what their heaviest song is considered to be. Uh, probably this one. Let me see. I mean, somebody fucking hangs by the belly button ring. That's pretty fucking brutal, man. Aerosmith heaviest songs. Nobody's Fault is cited as one of the heaviest songs Aerosmith has ever recorded. What is it? Nobody's Fault. I'm okay. pretty sure that's on... That's considered heavy metal, is what that's saying. Uh, let's actually give that just a taste. Oh, I would love to. Just, Excuse me, I'm yawning. I, I, I'm pretty sure that's on either Toys in the Attic or Rocks. Because I did look at some of these previously to see what I wanted to do. But I know more uh, songs excited. from this because I actually listened to this. So the song Nobody's Fault is what is considered yeah. to be their heaviest what song. It kicks in, it's like... <laughs> Inside that, there's no way that's the case. <laughs> this album was their fourth album. It came out in 1976. 1976? Mm-hmm. Well, so says far. That this is described as having captured Aerosmith at their most raw and rocking. This is the w album I would have actually chose. Because I, I said Toys in the Attic, but I was like, actually, I think it would be this because it has this has Back in the Saddle and Last Child on it. It sounds like... Uh... Sounds almost like a. Oh, Shrieking. Hold a diver. Yeah, yeah. It does sound like to you. I think he's also damaged his voice over time. Yeah, most people do. I'm just consuming things. Your voice gets deeper over time. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> huh. Oh god. Got Lamazoid there. Uh-huh. Alright, that was a nice little taste. That was a nice little taste of some <clears throat> heavy fucking Aerosmith. Aerosmith. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you coming out. 
We are Smith. My name is Steven Tyler. I'll lick your pussy. Ooh, let's move along to the last song we're going to listen to before we take a break. Let's take it way down from where you just took it to the song Amazing. Amazing. This. <laughs> I kept the right ones out. <laughs> let the wrong ones in. I wasn't trying to sound like him. I was just trying to do a weird voice. Don't lie to the public. Sounds exactly like Steven Tyler. Times in my life when I was going insane. Yeah. Is this all about drugs, you think? I assume so. Then I lost oh, no. my you, grip. This isn't goddamn karaoke. Then I hit the floor. Uh, no, I'm, I'm referencing these specific fucking lyrics. That's why I'm saying them to you. Referencing them to what? What you're talking about. Oh. It being about drugs. I thought you were just singing along. Because you don't listen. You just hear me sing and you're like, Ugh. Yes. <laughs> okay, so you talk about something else that has nothing to do with the song. No, I was going to ask about when Steven Tyler got sober. Did I don't you know that know. at all. You have a phone in front of you. Look it up. Okay, look I will. it up and make conversation. I will. I'm going to look up when Steven Tyler got sober because I'm going to say it was in the late 80s. Do you have a guess as to when Steven Tyler got sober? No, I would think that you it don't would be, because I'm taking over the podcast. I would think it would be before the this comeback in the late That's, 80s. So I would say almost early to mid 80s, not late 80s. I was getting... Oh, boy. So I, is it more early 80s? Mid? Uh, I mean, I don't know if he's been sober that long. <laughs> oh, man. So I need to uh, highlight this song, and I need you to not talk because his delivery here is incredible to me. Okay. It's hilarious <laughs> to me. For Life's a journey, not a destiny. It's just fun. It's fun to mimic, and I think it's super ridiculous, and it has made me laugh almost every time. He's only been sober, from what I can tell, for 11 years. If he's currently sober right now, I don't know. This article was in 2019 that he was only sober for just over nine years at that time. So Steven's been having some problems in and out. That's for a, a long time. That's probably saying like with relapses. Yeah. Is oh yeah. So that that's what that is. Yeah. I, yeah. Drugs are fucked up, man. It's like drugs become your whole life when you start doing drugs, especially like and they're amazing. real addictive ones. <laughs> there's a reason. Uh, we said it before. There's a reason why people. That's why people drink. That's why people fucking do whatever. That's why people lose their lives for drugs. <laughs> yeah. It does feel good. But everything after it feels bad. You know, like the real world, like what's actually going on around you. I wouldn't even say after it. It's just you don't realize it because you're in your fucking stupor. Yeah. But the way like everyone else is around you and feels because I, I mean, your drinking affected me more than it affected you. Oh, yeah. It, it didn't bother you. And I mean, there are multiple situations where you imposed your alcoholism on other people. Oh, yeah, where I just, like, show up to their house or something and I'm fucking wasted. Or, like, work. Yeah. And then Kent had to take care of you yeah. until I could come pick you up. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm not trying to throw you under the bus, but, I mean, people who have issues, 
it, it, it affects more than just that person. And a lot of times they just don't realize it because they're so fucked up. And you realized it, but you were like, I'm not going to deal with it. I realized it, but I like the party, man. I remember telling you, I like the hangovers. I like it all. I thought that was insane. How could anyone like a hangover? That's that's a true fucking alcoholic because you just want to be attached to alcohol. Yeah, yeah. Because having a hangover does not oh, feel good. I t- that's that's dumb brain talking right there. That's dumb clutching onto the bottle brain. That's not real. Hell, for even the last like month or month and a half, I've barely drank. Yeah. So I just kind of. I mean, I had a taste for it for a long time, and it's still there, just not yeah. as much. I have no problem with alcohol in general, but it is fucking poison. Oh, it's you are poisoning poison. yourself. <laughs> and especially if you're like me and you're on medication, you can have such a small amount before it would actually it really like affects you. Affects you yeah. I think that's also part of. I've always been a lightweight anyway, but. I can also only take it so far because I don't want to feel bad. Yep. And it doesn't take much for me to feel bad, probably because I'm on other medications. Uh, but I came up drinking so I could still drink soda just like that. And You've do, always drank soda do like everything that. else in extreme. <laughs> You've always been a soda-holic. I am a soda-holic. Eh, soda-holic. Uh, this song is lame and boring to me. It's, so you know. It's more pandering to me. I don't pandering. I, it's a really good word for it. I don't feel like it's a very strong song, but I do think it's interesting how it has this like carnival barker at the end. Like the music. Yeah, that was definitely Steven Tyler talking. And since we listened to this on tape, this would have actually been the end of side one. Oh, really? Yes, And it you was. remember that, don't you? Of course. Nice. That's so cool. <laughs> yes. I don't think I could remember something like that. Uh, it's mostly because I think that has kind of like a like an ending. Oh, okay. So that ending would work and perfect on the tape. the next song has a song that sounds like it almost like starts it back up. Oh, like... Yeah, exactly like that. Okay. Um, so in the meantime, we're gonna go. We're gonna. Li- we're actually gonna. From this time, we're gonna go into the future a little bit um, for the Aerosmith oh. and go out to it because this is a song that a lot of people reference negatively. A lot of people did not like this era of Aerosmith. At I don't all. know what song this is at all. Oh, you don't? Not currently. Well, you will as soon as the lyrics start because it's notorious. The first line in itself is pretty notorious. Um. I can't wait. Hold on. Well, if you don't go. think Steven Tyler likes sex, you do after this song. Okay, I remember this song now. <laughs> Pink, it's my new obsession. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Pink is the color of pussies. <laughs> he does say, like, like the bang on your cherry. Oh. I mean, it's very, it's very sexy. He knows what he's doing. And it works. I'm sure, a lot of women are dripping. As the bing on your chair, right? <laughs> right? I don't know about you, but it turns me up. Ah, I'm ready to go. Turn up. It's the color of passion. <laughs> we'll be back. Because <laughs> day, it just goes with a fashion.
back. Here we are back. That was fun. <laughs> I don't know how it was for everyone else, but it was a good time for me. Oh, I'm sure. It's I, I'm going to put just that section up on YouTube. That Forty second section. <laughs> I don't care. We're going to get copyrighted. I don't give a shit. Just give that forty second section. <laughs> Especially you shaking your titties around like you. It's going to get us some views, baby. I can't even hold. I. It takes more than. <laughs> it probably take a good four hands. To successfully to contain that beast uh, of a tit, ma- three of my hands, I would say that beast of a breast. I don't have very very big hands. I have pretty small hands. Uh, two of mine could contain that one titty and put it in my mouth. <laughs> Welcome back to the thing. podcast. You may have a big fucking mouth, but you're not going to be able to fit this some bitch in there. Welcome back to the podcast. We are talking about titties. We're talking tits and big ones. <laughs> And uh, let's get back into this because we have a handful of songs left to go. We do. This isn't. It's 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 average, but they're all relatively longer songs. I would say. Yeah, they like to groove. Four to five minute long songs are their average. So let's get into the second song that is new. Okay. On this, but it was the first actual release from this album out okay. of those two. Singles, here's Blind Man. I'd be scared there for a second that I didn't turn up the volume. I realized I didn't, so it was my fault. <laughs> oh boy, this song could have not existed. This is the one that has this is has the country twang that I was like, oh, this song. This one could have if this had like different music behind it, this could have been a fucking Oh yeah, easy. A lot of their songs pop country songs. Could be pop country songs. A lot of them. I took some stuff that said would cool ya. <laughs> I was after saying, yeah. he said, I went to night school for the blues. <laughs> for the blues. The blues. Like you said, he's one of those guys that just, he oozes his own sort of charisma. He was an old home dog who just loved to chase his tail. <laughs> I don't think this song is bad. It just sounds very, it's very pop rock. It's, it's just it's so pop so rock. So anti-me. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. I don't, I don't know. It's weird to explain what you don't like about music. It's like I can explain styles that I don't like, but I can't tell you why I don't. If it is appealing to a huge mass of people, <laughs> it is less appealing to you. It is, but Do that doesn't that stop it from me. From liking things like you don't think that's from you when you were younger trying to form your likes. I mean that you had to be a certain way. I can't deny that there is a contrarianism to my taste. I, that would be stupid of me to deny well, also that. Also, just when you get into the sort of music that you like, like metal, a lot of times it's how hard and heavy can it be and intricate and crazy. At least at one point when it's like newer to you. And you kind of set your mind like, oh, this is what it should be. And if it doesn't sound like this, it's not as good. So do you think liking stuff that was so heavy made you dislike lighter rock like this even more? Because it's just so much more the polar opposite of what you chased for so long. No, because I've always not liked songs like this. What made me not like songs like this more is when I found out in music theory and stuff that it's the same song being written yeah. over and over and over and over again. That's what made me detest stuff like this more and more. 
Uh, the metal thing just... That was just a, a tool to, like... Be like, I don't like this because... Fetus. Like, it's just like a tool to, like, kind of cut I mean, a person. even if you were into punk, you liked G.G. Allen for a while. Like, you've no. always... I mean, you didn't? No, G.G. Allen's a piece of shit. I've never liked G.G. Allen. You never liked any of his music? No. I didn't realize that. I guess I thought you did. You just no. knew about him. I found out who he was because of you. He's just, so. a, he's just a punk icon, like a fucking figurehead. But no, I think he sucks. His music sucks, and he sucks. I want this part. <laughs> Love it. It's like his own version of scat. <laughs> he doesn't even have to finish no. the lyrics. He just has no. to scream. We don't want Steven to finish the lyric. We want to hear him go. We want him to go Mars attacks on us. And that little kind of yodel that he just did. Oh, I never noticed a yodel before. Really? <laughs> really? Okay, we have to go back. There's a few that. things you pointed out that I was like, I never noticed that. Okay, right here. <laughs> yeah, he definitely yodeled. I was almost like, they were in the studio and they got, bet I can get away with putting yodeling in this song. <laughs> Joe, Joe's over there like, no, you fucking can't. Steven's like, watch. <laughs> God damn it, it worked. <laughs> it wasn't as bad as I thought. I bet St Steven Tyler's probably got hilarious stage banter. I bet he's hysterical live. Like, I bet he just says, like, the creepiest, weirdest things, like... Yeah, it smells like pussy in here, doesn't it? I, I made him sound like Ted. I made says, him sound like Ted Nugent. I don't think he talks like that. I think he's like a positive, uplifting guy. I think he also got more spiritual over the is years. Is he probably just like, life is what you make it, baby. Zip, zap, do it all. That's Woo! what I more would expect. <laughs> I don't think his, his banter would be that. I think he could be a funny person. I bet he has a, a good outlook on life. I bet in the 70s. And a funny in the, perspective. In the 80s, he was a creeper. Like, more like in the, in like the venue going, I could smell that dripping poontang. I keep making him sound like Ted Nugent. <laughs> Wang Tang. Sweet Poon Tang. Mm. Yank me, crank me, but don't wake up and thank me. Thank me? You sounded <laughs> very confident at the end of that. Yank me, crank me, but don't wake up and thank me. Thank me. Thank you. I appreciate God. it. Ted Nugent. Why are you taking our Christmas tree? <laughs> because, little child. Okay, I can't do the Grinch One voice. of the lights broke, and I have to take it back to my shop to fix it. Is that what he says? He's got like that weird deep voice. Something like that. I have to take this and fix it, my children. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> and then the guy from Frosty, which I've been doing lately, is Frosty the Snowman that had a very large penis because it <laughs> was made out of carrot. And his balls were coal and hair. Ow! God. What happened to ya? It's a holly jolly day. My eyebrows. It's time to shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm not finished singing yet. 
There must have been something. <laughs> Sorry. My eyebrow got caught in a spring on the microphone stand and it pulled hairs out. Oh, because you're getting those wily old man. <laughs> I am. I'm getting wily old man eyebrow <laughs> hairs and nose hairs. Oh, God. You're going to need to get one of those little you're, things. Those I already like have one tomorrow's. of those things. Oh, that, mm, yeah. It's, oh, do you use it? Yeah, it makes my nose tickle. Of course it does. Lately, I've had all these because the weather's been so weird and like. Dry, warm, cold, dry, like back and forth. Welcome to Indiana, Sam. Oh, God, I hate when people say shit like that. Um, mm-hmm. I'm like, it's pr- pretty sure it's most everywhere in this area. It's not just uh, Indiana. pretty sure it's Kentucky, Illinois. Yeah, it's this everything. area. It's, it's this but climate. Indiana. But my nose has had extreme sores in them. My nostrils. I've got a sore here. i got a sore here. i got a sore there. i got a sore there. i got a sore there. And I can't stop picking the scabs. Maybe you got. I can't stop. Maybe you have cold sores in your nose. Where did I get cold sores from? I don't know. Your nose is big enough for something to fit in there. <laughs> I got fucked in the nose. That's what you're saying. Maybe someone. Maybe. Well, knowing you, you probably did something with your hands and forgot about it and immediately picked your nose. <laughs> I like went to the bathroom at work and somebody just jerked off into the oh, sink. Oh, God. And I actually touched it. Oh, no. And I picked my nose. Because you can't tell the difference between soap and jizz, but regardless, you're touching it if it's on oh, a sink. Oh, God. What if the janitor's taking the soap dispenser out and jizzing inside of it so his jizz goes on everywhere? (laughs) Leave it in the soap dish. Let's move along to the next song, which was on the Beavis and Butthead soundtrack, Deuces Are Wild. Deuces Are Wild. This was on the Beavis and Butthead soundtrack? Mm -hmm. The Do America soundtrack? I don't think so. I think it was for the TV show. show? Which I have the TV show one. I do not have... Do America? Do America. Because the TV show one has Poetry and Prose by Primus. Oh, okay, yeah. And I love that song. So, were the songs on there just like songs they would make fun of? Are they in the song like they're in that Primus song? They were, they were all over the place. I'm... I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't be surprised if Mike Judge had a soft spot for Aerosmith. I also wouldn't be surprised if it's on the CD and you just hear Buddy go, this sucks. I can't remember. <laughs> I don't hate this song at all. I like I, this I song. I know you don't. I, I'm a curmudge. I forgot that this part, I actually do like this, uh, these Ow. note choices. I, I like this. And it's faster. It's, it speeds up for the chorus, and it goes back down. This sounds like Living on the Edge, which we'll hear later, but spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. But Big spoiler. No on one could have imagined that being No one could have looked this list up at all. Oh my god, you just hit yourself in the face of the water bottle. What the hell's going on this episode? I don't know. There's been but more injuries this episode than the entire run of We're both trying to take our own eyeballs out. Adam, what just happened? I have that on camera, by the way. It just came back up in my nose. Jeez, it's in your glasses and shit. I know, I'm a mess. By the, by the way, your hat was Huh? Your hat is very cute. Thanks, I love my hat. <laughs> <laughs> I love my hat very much. I, 
I, I will wear it all the time now, I'm sure. What's an arpeggiator? Is that like a musical <laughs> terminator? I think the arpeggiator on there, if you pressed four notes at a time on that keyboard and the arpeggiator was pressed, it would alternate between those four notes. There we go. Do, 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 oh, instead do, do, of playing do, them do, 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 simultaneously. Yeah. So like. I couldn't remember what an arpeggio is. So like, you know, you want to be like, and you're playing like with a click track, you could just fucking go bah, 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 and have the tempo programmed in. That's like heavily synthesizer yeah. sounding music. Yep. Like ELO, or at least I imagine things and along this, that And this one shitty. I'm going to put death metal band in quotations I saw one time where the keyboard player just held down like four keys at a time and it would go. It's like, that'd be impressive if you were playing it, but you're not. I mean, you're technically hitting the buttons that, that plays annoying. it. That's annoying. That's metal. I mean, I do not like keyboards and metal most of the time. Most of the time. I've done bands on here like Symphony X who has keyboards all over the fucking place, but most of the time I cannot stand it. Well, let's bring it up a little bit more. That song's got a good tempo. That's a little paced up. During the chorus, it is. During the verses, it is much slower. Uh, but we're going to... Uh, we have a couple more of the the slow songs left, so... Uh, it looks like they are evenly paced out. This is not one, though. Let's listen to the other side. Oh, this is bar dripping. I see brown walls, a dartboard. I smell Bud Light. Uh, there's cigarette butts on the ground, even though there's no smoking inside. I don't get it. Cigarette butts just danced into the dance floor. Yeah. Ugh. This is a... This is a radio song. I remember hearing this. Describe Randy's back in the day. That's pretty much what I was doing. This is a damn song. This is Get Up and Boogie. Yeah, this is a really like lighthearted song, even, but I, I don't... It's even got a honky-tonk uh, chord choices to it. Uh-huh. It could be in like a movie soundtrack or Shania, something. It could be a Shania Twain song. Yeah, I could. Yeah. You love me, you hate me. This could easily be a Shania Twain song. And I don't think you have to change the production. You just That's put Shania Twain singing in it. Now this is This is too Aerosmith. Aerosmith. This is Aerosmith through and through. But yeah. his his uh the structure and his voice is just so iconic. But that's also just a very, structure-wise, feels like a very commonly used, at least back in the day, Aerosmith arrangement. That blues. Mm-hmm. That pentatonic scale. I love it. And it's got like a big band sound to it in this one, too. It's got like all those horns. Mm-hmm. Just doing those off accent. Like, I think this song is fun. I have nothing bad to say, oh, honestly. It, it would get a whole room moving. Easily. Even if you played it, like, on CD, or if you played it live, it would give a whole room fucking move. Yeah, so there's no, there are songs here that I would skip over, but they'd all be the more ballad ones. Anything that sounds like this, I would let play. I was just thinking, I never hear anybody doing Aerosmith songs, like a bar band. 
because it's not easy. I'm sure to, it's not. I mean, to sing. Yeah, it could be. I'm sure but, perform. It but doesn't it was, sound very intricate. Joe Perry doesn't sound like he writes very it's intricate not very things. Intricate. You just have to know how to play a guitar, and you can do it. I'm not saying he's a bad guitar player. No, but he's, I mean, he has a style, but yeah. it's not an intricate style. Yeah, it's not a tech style. Mm-mm. So, like, I think if Aerosmith songs would bring a fucking house down if you were a bar band, everyone would be moving. I mean, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be there. But <laughs> I was being paid to be, and I stopped doing that as well. Not your choice, though. Fuck yeah, it was my choice. It was my choice by going out back and drinking whiskey and stuff showing up. Oh, I thought you meant just playing shows in general. Oh, no, doing sound for shitty bands okay. that I can't stand in bar scenarios. I would get drunk and want to kill myself as I'm doing lights. And then I'd put headphones on and I could solo out players on the stage and be like, oh man, that guy's so drunk he's not even playing his bass anymore. Oh, how much are these guys getting paid? <sighs> One thing about this I didn't realize, excuse me, until listening to it with a more analytical brain for the podcast is how many songs that they will, even if it's just for a little bit, pull in horns and strings and so much more instrumentation than you're used to getting on a rock from a rock band but i think big production values but part of their it just seems like they don't want to lose like they don't want to be heavy metal no not at all they they don't want to be any type of metal they're a rock and roll band yeah and i like that they've stuck to that they they stick to a a pretty even though some people be like yeah they're a one-trick pony some people might say which I don't it, think that's the case, but aren't most people want trick pony in the end of it. I mean, don't they say uh, you you find it a skill and you get really good at it and like or the thing I that mean, you whatever like most bands I love idea and most music I love pretty much stayed in their vein. And when a band veers off too much, that's when they get in trouble. <clears throat> I now, when I say that, I like different bands to sound different, mm-hmm. but. I do kind of enjoy it when one band just kind of stick to their own sound. It's like a, Morbid Angel is an example of a band that has fucking changed their sound so many times and I can't stand it. Yeah. Now, other people might not say that, but they have. It's, but bands like Slayer have been Slayer their whole fucking time. It's like how you let certain things slide with certain bands that you don't with others because it just depends on how they deliver it. Sometimes the consistency is good and yeah. sometimes you need a, a switch so i think that the bands that can do that be consistent and add enough things to make it different but you know still on par like i would say primus yeah yeah they're still primus mm-hmm. you don't hear that and go who is this you still go, oh that's fucking primus but they've definitely had albums that sound totally different yes from sure. one another i don't think i could and ever hear good. an aerosmith song and not know i was hearing an aerosmith song unless it's a one of the really early the ones, really early ones you where still you might be able to different. tell yeah you still might be able to i, I feel was like shocked when i heard it. like uh back in the saddle again Mm-hmm. And then I went, wait, of course it's Steven Tyler. Let's do him. But I had to be told. Mm-hmm. But then once you know, you fight. Oh, yeah, yeah, once of course you know, it is. you know. Let's, uh, let's, let's bring things down. Sorry about this. Crazy. Ah, oh, damn it. Come on, Sam. That's a Steven Tyler harmonicking. Harmonicaing. No, I'm pretty sure that's the guy who ever played harmonica on the Roseanne theme song. 
John Popper? No. John oh, Connor. Kills is making us stronger. We're gonna last longer. I don't hate this song either. I know. Why do you say that? Because I see it in your loving eyes. And I was in a car with you the other day, and I could see you mouthing every word if you weren't singing it out loud. That kind of loving. She has a man. Good job. <laughs> now, what video was this? This was a video, right? It was, absolutely. I don't remember, but I feel like this may have had both girls in this video. This, let me see. Is this, this is schoolgirl uniform, right? Is this this might be the stripper one? Yeah, that's when they're in school girl school girl uniforms, and they 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 climb out the window in their school girl uniforms. There's a shot that's kind of upskirt, and they go down the the ladder, and then they leave, and then they like make these guys think they're gonna fuck them, and then they like take their car. Yeah, and then at the end, I guess she dances at an amateur night, like stripping. Yeah. Thing and the yeah. first prize is five hundred dollars, so she does it to get money. Yeah. Crazy. I love it. Makes me wanna fall. It's weird. He definitely seeps emotion sometimes. Like he goes. <laughs> he. You know what he, uh, I, I don't know. He's definitely someone who puts fucking energy into what oh, yeah. he does. A showman. Oh, Even in sure. just the voice. Like, you can see the song almost. <laughs> like, you can see him just being like, ah! like, clenching his fist. Holding a scarf. Well, let's be real. Holding ten scarves. Scarves, I, I believe just, they are. I just punched my fucking left testicle accidentally. It's because you keep saying scarves. Scarves? It. Christopher Scarver. Kill Jeffrey Dahmer. Sorry. My balls hurt. Good. That's why. What? Maybe this will be a marker in your life to remind you to stop saying scarves. You've done this on the podcast quite Fuck a few off. times. Sam, it's a lesson learned. I don't give a shit. Why are you getting mad at me? You're the one Because I fucked up saying something weird and you pointed it out. Ever- That's why. I'm pretty sure everyone likes being corrected. Yeah, people love it. <laughs> scarfs is when you scarf food down. Mm-hmm. In fast That's, That's what I was talking about. Yeah, I'm sure. So I did a lot of scarfs. Scarfs hanging. Here, you, know, you said he was holding. He was holding he, ten scarves. He was holding ten very hungry people. To <laughs> 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 stop listening to the song. <laughs> Only he goes. Let's see. What would I? We did the game for you that you would not listen to a lot of stuff over Aerosmith. Didn't you create a game for me to play? I did. I was going to do it later. Unless we're ready after this song. We we have three more songs. Okay. So it's up to you. Let's do one more. 
and then we'll do the game that I have set up. There's no visuals this time, but when I make the YouTube video, I'll put little visuals in there. I feel like we should do it based on the songs. I don't want to play the game and then go into a slower song, and that's how it would go. I'd rather go from a slow song, do the game, and then go into a more up-tempo song. Okay, so when do I do that? We'll do it after this. Okay. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, the tea is done. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was not on key, but the tea is done. <laughs> the key is done. <laughs> Sometimes he's straight mimicking orgasms. <laughs> That's what it sounds like when he comes. When you're gargling Kerm. Oh, Kerm. So... Is it time? Perm. It's time? It is time. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for... I don't know what to call it. I don't know what to call it. Oh, I know what I'll call it. We're going to call it Steven Tyler or Charles Manson. Oh, Steven Tyler or Charles Manson. That was, that was me not saying anything in case I made a song and I put it back. I think you right probably there. should do that. Okay, that so right. I am going... I have six quotes here. I'm going to read them to you. This is just a point system. You're not going to win anything. Just the adulation, especially if you get all of them right. So there are six. It is not three and three. It is a random number. It could be oh, six and zero. It could, none of them could be Steven Tyler. They could all be Charles Manson. Who the fuck knows? They could all be God. Steven Tyler and no Charles Manson. So here we go. Are you ready, Michelle, for... Steven Tyler or Charles Manson? Of course. Okay. I want to get this over with because I'm not going to do well. Oh, you're going to do great. You're going to do fucking great. The first quote is, we're going to get a little easy here. Michelle, the quote is, maybe life is random, but I doubt it. Who said, maybe life is random, but I doubt it. I'm going to say that's Charles Manson. Michelle, that is incorrect. Steven uh, Tyler said, said about God. Uh, I don't know. It's just the one little random quote I saw. Maybe life is random, but I doubt it. I'm assuming so because that was on a list of spiritual things. Mm -hmm. Okay. Here we go. I would set our alarm for 4 o'clock, drop acid, go back to sleep, then wake up at 5.30 or 6 a.m. just slamming. Would you like for me to read that again? No, I think that's Steven Tyler. That is Steven Tyler. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Michelle, sure. you've gotten a one point. We have four more to go. I think that could have gone either way for some people because they were known to do drugs, right? Yes. I thought so. Especially at he, the I, family. I think Charles maybe he did do drugs, but I know he made other people do more drugs than him because he needed to be in control. Yeah. Okay. Next one. Everything is beautiful if you want to experience it totally. That could either go. It could. That could go either it way could. as well. Goodness. One more time, please. One more time. Everything is beautiful if you want to experience it totally. I'm going to say Steven. Wrong, Michelle. That is Charles Manson. <laughs> Oh, there's a cat. I got distracted. You got distracted? Well, you were wrong. If you um, I'm not Charles surprised. Manson I've got one right so far. You've gotten one right so far. Okay, here we go. My relationship to music is completely subliminal. It just flows through me. Charles Manson. Ding, ding, ding. Michelle, you have gotten two points. Out of four. Yes. I'm not doing well. 
Another urban legend gone wild. Not too different from the one where the girl supposedly fucked herself to death on the gear shift knob. That one we wanted to believe. Would you like for me to read that again? That doesn't sound like it'd be a quote from either. This is very confusing. (laughs) Well, it is. Okay, go for it. Another legend gone wild. Not too different from the one where the girl supposedly fucked herself to death on the gear shift knob. That one we wanted to believe. I'm going to say Steven Tyler. Ding, ding, ding. That is Steven Tyler Michelle. All right. Steven Tyler Michelle. Yeah. Oh, sounds nice. Steven Tyler PJs. Steven Tyler PJs. You have one more. You have three points. Okay. That is more than half. So you're 50% at least. Well, it could be 50% if I get this wrong. Yes. We'll see what happens. Here's the last one. How can a father not be attracted to his daughter, especially when she's a cross between the girl he married and himself? Unless he's an ugly man, a father is always going to be sexually attracted to his daughter on a certain level. That is fucking horrifying. But that's Steven Tyler. Ding, ding, ding. That, that is, is seriously Tyler. what he fucking said about his daughter. Yeah. Will you read that again? That is fucking gross. <laughs> that is really gross. Please read that again. How? Ca- <laughs> I'm sorry. How can a father not be? God damn it. How can a father not be attracted to his daughter, especially when she's a cross between the girl he married and himself? Unless he's an ugly man, a father is always going to be sexually attracted to his daughter on a certain level. Um, I guess I understand from an animalistic level because like animals will do that sort of thing, which is disgusting. <laughs> uh, but he's not an animal; he's a man, <laughs> and that is disgusting. I saved that one Even for last so. because I knew it was going to be obviously. Well, that hey, I got four out of six. You did get four out of six. Don't you like how Charles Manson was so like nice on certain things? Everything is beautiful if you want to experience it totally. I I thought that that could easily be Steven Tyler. I know that's actually why the first one I gave you of Steven Tyler was maybe life is random, but I doubt it. (laughs) See, I thought that the other one was uh, what was the second one? This or the first one that you just said? Maybe life is random, but I doubt it. No, no, not that one. The Charles Manson one. Yeah, everything is beautiful if you want to experience it totally. That sounds like something he would have said for sure on his American Idol old days. Yeah. Because he was very, like, floaty in his words. There was a huge section of Steven Tyler quotes, and all of them were very floaty quotes like that. Mm-hmm. But I chose the fucked up ones, mostly. There's only one nice Steven Tyler one. All the other is ones are about... the last one? The <laughs> <laughs> Steven Tyler one was the maybe life is... <laughs> <laughs> took you a second. <laughs> <laughs> he was the fuckiest dog. Oh, that's so fucking gross. Let's get back into this. That was the very first quote I found. That's so it's the cool. very first thing I wrote. <laughs> it's... Ugh. It is like messing with my body <laughs> right now. It's not good. Let's get back into this. We have three more songs to go. Uh, like I said, I'd be I'd rather get into something a little more up tempo after that instead of bringing the mood down. <laughs> let's listen to "Eat the Rich." Oh yeah, let's do it. Ooh, this is spicy, jungly, jungly, huh? Hmm. I think. This is a song I've appreciated so much more over time. Some good riffs. I did not appreciate this song as a kid at all. This is a song that used to go over my head. The bass sounds fucking good. Yeah, this is this song has grown on me good a shit. lot. This is a little cheesier. It's a little cheesier, but 
it's it starts very strong, and I think it's a really good song. It's very uh, early '90s. So you had the same idea that I did when I heard this, because I wasn't as I couldn't remember what that line was. So oh. it's the idea of the song is "Eat the Rich," and you guys are not poor. And then I said, "Oh yeah, he, he's rich." But it's the, he, there's a line later where he specifically references, I believe in rags to riches, your inheritance won't last. So it's just being born with a silver spoon in your mouth and not earning anything is more what he's talking about. Like, you're useless. You didn't. And I'm sure it's not even that general. He's probably talking about specific personality types. Yeah. Like, because I'm sure there are people who are born into wealth that are just fine people. Yeah. And do work. And are nice. But most of the time, the I, fucking consensus is, you piece of shit. Don't. Yeah. You live on a yacht that your dad bought. You, you your fucking, dad buys you out of trouble. Yeah. You can do whatever you fucking want. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's people like that just in a small way around this town. And I fucking hate them. Can't imagine real wealth, not just podunk town wealth. Yeah. Real fucking wealth. You know you're buying yourself out of shit. Uh love this part right here. Bass and guitar and everything is going down in the scale. And Steven Tyler's like, going up. It's very, and like I, I never, said earlier, Steven Tyler's good at phrasing things. I never even noticed that until you brought that up to me yesterday. Because I've always heard it, like you said, like, as eat the rich. And the guitar riff is yeah, this song's really groovy. Very fucking groovy. This would be fun to jam on. Like, if you were just a guitar player and they were like, hey, you want to jam on with us? This would be a song like, I want to jam on that, add 16 bars to it, where I can fucking play. Yeah. This would be a song you'd want to do that. Yeah, right here. Fucking give Joe Perry his 16 bars, and I get my 16 bars, and then we both play like eight bars together at the same time. And then Steven comes in and goes, well, and this is the this is that verse I was talking about. Believe in all the good things money just can't buy. Then you won't get no bellyache from eating humble pie. I believe in racks to riches, your inheritance won't last. So take your dreams and pop my friend and shove it up your ass. <laughs> I love now, it. Now, did he reference one of his songs or albums in that? I don't think so. Thing? Okay. That one, I forget what phrase you said, but I was like, I, that, that might be an Aerosmith song. I believe in rags to riches. You no, inherited before that. Was one of the words before uh, that. I believe in all the good things that money just can't buy. Then you won't get no bellyache from eating humble pie. Humble pie. Well, maybe. Humble pie was a band. Oh, okay, That's yeah. what I was humble thinking. Humble pie was a band. And a band that I think was actually very influential. I, I should know Humble Pie. It's not like I can't remember the song. There's something special about Humble Pie. And here I am thinking I'm a fucking rock and roller. No, is Humble Pie a, a staple that everyone should know? I, uh, Humble Pie was one of those bands that, like, I remember other bands being like, "Yeah, I loved Humble Pie." That or they just had a real sweet tooth. I don't know. Who knows? 
You couldn't find anything? Uh, Humble Pie looks like it's one of those bands that you could spend like four hours reading their Wikipedia. It was literally like 1972 to 1978, and then three paragraphs on that. So, yeah, I'm out. (laughs) I'm out on Humble Pie. Humble Pie! I'm not going to look into it now. Humble Pie! I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> 30 days in a hole. Get down to it. Oh, you're it. just looking up songs? I don't need no doctor. Hot and nasty. Let's listen to hot and nasty. Yes, please. Roll it, baby. Yeah, baby. It almost <laughs> has like a Rolling Stones slash uh, bad company feel. Lay it on me, humble. Did I mean free? Maybe more of a free, like an all right now vibe. They need to kick into the goddamn song. Don't they know they're on a podcast? It's like a fucking Rod Stewart sound. Rod Stewart mixed with Robert Plant. Roderick. Well. Huh. Uh, what was the. What was that band Rod Stewart was in? Faces. Okay, that was weird because he was. The front. Front man for Humble Pie was in a band called Small Faces. And I was like. Oh, he was in a band with. I think Small Faces became Faces. Did I think it? it's the same band. This is the highest rated song. These people don't sound familiar to me at all. No, that sounds terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, brother. Yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and fucking kibosh that. We have have two more songs, and uh, we're going to have to get back into one last slow song. Here is Angel. Turn that down. No. Forgot. I still had it. I was still looking in the goddamn uh, humble pie. Humble pie. Uh, this is a skippable track for fuck me. Fuck yeah, it is. This is an example of a song that's been written eight hundred goddamn times. This see doesn't seem. This one seems. A little more disingenuous to me. Yes. It sounds like it's just a big ballad for big ballad's sake. It's like they took it out of like the ballad store. They walked in and they went, uh, let's buy this one. Oh, the clearance rack. Yeah, yeah this one looks good. And, and you know, it's some of these guys, they they want to do songs like this because they grew up with like a 50s shit where it was like real sappy. Uh-huh. Like they're okay with being sappy. I've just never liked anything sappy. Yeah, everyone's gotten harder over time. And softer. Well, there's plenty of people that still love sap. There's still plenty of sappy music out there. Like pancakes? Oh, my fucking God. You stare at me sometimes for the things I say. That was gorgeous. That was good. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I'd agree. Oh, boy. Yeah, this is some cheese factory, and this is made in Wisconsin. This is a, once again, I've said it a few times. This is a prom song. This, this is a slow is, dance prom song. This is a slow dance specifically only hold around the waist song. Yep. 
This is like my first slow dance kind of this song. This isn't the song that you would try to kiss someone during. This is just the warm-up song where the hands are still around the waist before you move more up the back and I get a little closer. That. I remember slow dancing a lot more to that other fucking Aerosmith song. I don't want to miss a thing. Don't want to miss a thing. That's actually on, I don't know where it is anyone else, or anywhere else, but as far as YouTube music goes, that is their most popular song. I'm not surprised. And I don't, I don't, it's not a bad song. It's just not how I like to think of my Aerosmith. I like to pretend that Aerosmith didn't do that song. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> But I like to pretend Aerosmith didn't do a lot of these songs. Like, this sounds... I can't even explain it. I don't know what type of music I'm trying to remember, but, like... There's, like, real sappy Motown music sometimes that's mm -hmm. in this, like... Obviously, production is not the same, but the same chord choices, the same feeling. This is also another song that feels like it could be done by so many different artists over a handful of different genres. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I bet it has. I don't know about that. You know there's a thousand covers of this song if you looked it up on YouTube. Well, I'm not looking. Do it. You can. Do it. Super Sam. Super Sam, Sam? Are we going to talk Dragon Ball? Oh. I'm a super fan now. I'm not talking about any of this. Yes, you are. <laughs> Bell's coming back in two weeks. No, he's not. No, he's not. No, oh, oh. that would never happen. You know, I asked him if he was going to come back for an episode that we canceled. A group episode. Oh, yeah. And he said yes. Oh, yeah. I would like to have him for a group episode. We haven't done one in a while. Took like we're a taking a, we're taking a group so break. Well, it's also been the holidays. These holidays two. We're keeping it OGs. We've also both had issues with not feeling well in the last two weeks, where we've not done the podcast. You've had some, you've Poop had some issues? that or like headaches and just being more tired than you meant than you thought you'd be, and things. Just it's both of us. Oh, I can easily get talked into not recording the podcast. <laughs> Like, oh, you have a little sniffle? Yeah, okay, that's fine. We can do it tomorrow. And then the next day, I'm like, fuck, we got to do the podcast. <laughs> we should have done it yesterday. Yeah, we don't usually do this on a Monday night. This nope. is not my... I usually uh, avoid doing anything on a Monday night. Yep. Because Mondays are the busiest work day for me, and I don't get enough sleep on Sunday night. We're gonna I don't get, fall asleep early enough. We're going to get this podcast done. I'm going to save it. I'm going to go clean the cat litter. or am going to take the garbage out. And I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, let's let's admit there's going to be some extracurricular activities. Well, somewhere of course. There. That's <laughs> why I... By that, I mean fucking. Ooh. <laughs> that's curricular for sure. We have one last song. I'm just going to let it play through. Here is Living on the Edge. Which this song was covered by someone who we know and love. Yes. Do you know Living in the Fridge very well? Fuck yeah, I know Living in the Fridge very you, well. You didn't sing any of those lyrics, so I wasn't sure if you. By my main man, Weird Al? Oh, yeah. <laughs> strange in the fridge today. I don't know what it is. It looks like it's alive. Fuck yeah, I know Living in the Fridge. <laughs> Living in the Fridge was on uh, what the hell? that food album. Because he had a food album compilation. Oh, but it was on another one. 
It was on a. Uh, it was on Alpalooza. Okay. And that was an album I listened to a lot. And I know it's not one you listen to a lot. No, not at all. That had like uh, Jurassic Park. Yes. Yeah, Frightening yeah. in the dark. Yes. And it had that song, uh, "Living in the Fridge." Damn, I believe Harvey the Wonder Hamster. It's a good one. I like this song quite a bit. Uh, I don't mind this song. It doesn't give me any any Aerosmith vibes. It only does because I know it's Aerosmith. But it just that not does. I, but it doesn't have that fucking blue sm- like. Yeah, this is less ooze to it. This it doesn't is have more that bar rock. ooze to it, and it doesn't have that super ballad sound. It's its own. It's Aerosmith, but it's its own Aerosmith. It's big. Yeah, it's that big like arena rock. It almost seems more artsy to me too. Like this seems like one of their artsiest songs. I don't uh, know why. He's he definitely not just talking about getting his penis sucked yeah. in this song. And the note choices. It sounds like gloomy at times. And is it the part coming up? This. Oh, Steve, you know what you're doing. Yeah! You do. Steve and Tyler, yeah, is like I do. Uh, Ian Anderson, Jethro Tull. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, again and again and again and again. It's amazing the talent that Steven Tyler has. I'm surprised to even hear that come out of you, because sometimes you well, don't acknowledge it when you don't like the music, and you don't even think well, about it like that. sometimes I don't think they're talented. <laughs> well, no, I... Yeah, that's fine. Uh, but no, like, how could you deny like, a voice that could do all those fucking things that can actually hit I it? Agree. And in a time when there's not digital correction, he's doing it. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it sounds good. It sounds real. It sounds human. Even though it sounds above human because of what he can do with his voice, yeah. it still sounds human, which you can connect to. I think that's the reason I don't like a lot of new music is because it's all so computerized. Mm-hmm. I'm not connecting to it on a human level anymore. This definitely sounds like a voice, not all cleaned up voice? and pretty. And-, and the instrument playing sounds like humans doing it, too. It's all real amps. It's all really mic stuff. It's still got good sound. Analog recorded. They're not doing digital. Yeah. Which, I mean, digital recording's fine. It's what I do. It's all I can do. But, but there's, a there's a huge difference. fucking warmth to this shit that just doesn't exist anymore. Agreed. And it does. It's just not popular anymore. I shouldn't say it doesn't exist. There's still bands out there that are... It wasn't oh, the I like standard. I like break, big artistic breaks. I think the song is artistic. <laughs> Do you like it more because it was covered by... Absolutely. <laughs> I didn't know that got pressed if his name wasn't. There's no. new rules now that you took over the soundboard. No, I'm just saying it in place of it so it doesn't, people don't have to hear the name Weird Al so many fucking times. Because we can uh, just keep bringing up Weird Al constantly and being really annoying with it. And I'm sure that people don't want to hear that. It's true. If you said Weird Al at the time, it would get annoying when you heard the it's name Weird Al. It's better when it's I'm just... I'm my pants. <laughs> that was an accident. <laughs> I hit two at the same time. Ah, soundboard fun. I need to try and be more uh, precise. <laughs> it's your first day. You'll learn. <laughs> Thanks, sir. Yep. Yep. Uh, I think it's artistic, like I said before, because of the note choices. 
It's not pentatonic blues. It's not that sappy ballad chord choices. It's they were known for doing a lot during that time. They may have had some of these rocky songs, but they also were known for those big fucking ballads. The yeah, crazies, yeah, yeah. the amazings. Yes. Which, let's not pretend it didn't make them a lot of fucking money to oh. write songs like that. It appealed to more than just guys. More than, oh yeah. I've always Dude, th- if you want to make money, you mixed up for women. I feel like... <laughs> Death metal Aero is an example of that. Smith appeals more to guys. Mostly, but them doing songs like crazy and stuff. It, and it almost opens up a door for women to be like, yeah, I've got a little attitude too. I like Aerosmith. <laughs> but if you want, like I said, if you want a career in music, it's like, <laughs> a career in music, make it for the ladies, and you'll have a much better career, a much easier career, a much more lucrative career. Because if you don't, then you're making death metal, and it's all dudes. You don't want to alienate, alienate, or that. alienate, alienate. I know the word. I just didn't do it for some reason. Uh, but you don't want to alienate half of the population. Literally half of you, the population. You don't want to, but it seems to happen when you go. <laughs> and it also happens. When you're like, da 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 love, even though I just did, thank you for being a oh, friend. Oh, was that the opposite? Thank you for being a friend. Da 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 love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I did. Well, we are now officially uh, finished. We are part going to the part of the podcast where it's time to sustain. I see. <laughs> Michelle's gonna ask them and she got a keyboard and now she's fucking playing it. I'm not even trying to make it sound good. I'm just hitting. Good job. Madness. (laughs) (laughs) I did exactly what I wanted. Uh, Why did I choose this? This has been on my list for a while. This is something that, like I said, I thought about choosing an album earlier on where I think the songs were technically better and are more liked, like Back in the Saddle and such. But I know this better. I'm more familiar with this. I'm really familiar with this. And uh, I think that this is maybe more fun. It gives us more to talk about than just more of those um, bar rock sort of st- strict albums. I would I would agree with that. It's definitely a pa- space that uh, not space that was the word. There's more to choose from, like you said. Variety. I shouldn't have said anything. I could have just diverse, shut up. Diverse there variety. Go. Diversity. Good job. Pat your head. Rub your belly. <laughs> All right. What do I think that you thought when I gave this to you? I don't think that you were excited. I think that you don't have a lot of experience of listening to Aerosmith. I think you hear Aerosmith and you say no thanks <laughs> and kind of shut your brain down or try to get away from it. So I think that you were not looking forward to it, but you knew it wasn't going to be as hard as some other things. Sam, what was your judgment prior to listening? Pretty much nailed it. Pretty much nailed it. It was a little bit of a, God damn it. Mm-hmm. But it was a, whatever. It's not like I haven't 
Not like I haven't listened to albums that are were way harder. And who cares? It's a short amount of time in my life. Just do it. Listen, listen to things, Sam. Enjoy it. Well, what was easier, this or Third Eye Blind? Uh, probably Third Eye Blind because it was all mostly new. Okay. This one, it was like, God damn it, this song. <laughs> okay. I didn't know if that was a good or if that helped or hurt it that there were so many songs that you've heard before on the radio and such. Both on the ones that were rough, it was... Harder. I already knew it was rough, and as soon as it started, I went, God damn it. <laughs> Whereas Third Eye Blind was like, ah, I don't know what's about to happen. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, do you know how many times you listened to this? Uh, I listened to it four times, once with you. I had my three in, and then we didn't record, and then we listened to it together on the road trip. I truly don't know, but I've listened to it a lot. I would say somewhere around 10 to 12 times. Nice. You genuinely jam on this, and I'm yawning while I'm trying to talk. Yeah. It's fucking, it's only 1040, but God damn it, I'm tired. It's late. <laughs> it's late enough. Uh, Sam's least favorite song. I think that this could be, I think I'm going to go Angel. It's the second to last song. It's definitely a ballad is going to be your least favorite song. Absolutely. But I would say Angel because I think it has the least redeeming uh, qualities. You are a ding, 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 correct. Oh, it's That one's major. got the most sap to it, the most prom. This is. That's perfect part yeah, too. Well, yeah. Like I can, I can close my eyes and literally see like silver streamers hanging from the ceiling and like strobe, not strobe lights, but like disco ball lights spinning, and I can smell like a gym floor. You're thinking like a sixteen candles sort of movie, like an eighties movie, right? I'm thinking, yeah, but I'm literally in. I'm in middle school. That's I'm weird. in the middle school dance. Okay, weird. What do you think my least favorite song is? Probably that one. Angel. You're right. You're very correct. I think it's the nothing, weakest of all of the nothing, slow songs. Nothing like crying or crazy is as sappy as this. this they at is, least have some guitar-driven moments yes. and some... This is like a total... I'm not... The word sellout isn't correct, but this is like a total... It's a snooze fest. It's a snooze fest. Yeah. You know, that word we... We say that all the I time. I love saying snooze fest. <laughs> Oh, verbiage. And next, I would say that your most favorite song? I think this one's, I think I'm going to get this right as well. I think it's Eat the Rich. Oh, excuse me. I can't stop yawning. But ding, ding, ding. You're ding, two a, ding, for a two. Ring, a ding, Fucking ding, easy. Ding, I think anybody could have listened to me reacting to this these songs and known it was Eat the Rich. Not only is this my favorite song, this song is good. It is a good song. In my opinion, my humble opinion, my humble pie opinion. <laughs> This is a good fucking song. I am. And I and I wish me a lot. So I. This is the type of Aerosmith I wish it was most of the time. (laughs) But I understand they wouldn't have been near as big if they didn't do those big ballads and have those big fucking epic songs. But like I would, if I was in a band, like a cover band, a bar band, which I would be particular about, as Mm -hmm. you know. But they came and were like, "Hey, we want to do Eat the Rich." I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm fine with that. Let's do it." Bam, bam, bam. I'd be into it. Okay. What do you think my most favorite song is? This is hard because... Because you saw me singing along to all of them? You sang along to all of them, and this could also be, like, one that you and your dad really like, so it holds, like, a place that's not even, like, your personal opinion. It's literally just, like, a memory. I don't know if that's the case, but it could be the case. So I'm going to go with... Man, I don't know. 
I'm going to go eat the rich. Sam, if we did this, <laughs> if we did this album a year ago, it would not have been Eat the Rich. Really? I, I don't know what it would have been, but this song in the last, within the last year, has grown on me so much in a way that I didn't expect because yeah. it, it was so under the radar for me before. It just went under my, over my head, whatever. It just wasn't something that I was necessarily into. The, uh, the more poppy songs were more appealing to me because I listened to more pop music. But as time has gone on and I see what is cheesier and what is less cheesy. Yeah. Uh, this is definitely one of the least cheesy things that they've done. Yeah. It's, album, a, it's a so. genuinely good rock and roll song. Yeah. Which, so. I mean, many people would say that a lot of Aerosmith songs are, but for my taste, I'm into it. Especially the lyrics are good too. I really like the sentiment of the lyrics. Yeah. I like vulgarities. Tell people to shove it up their ass. I like it. Yeah. We both chose the same ones we and we did. both got it correct for mm-hmm. the other person. That's we nice. Did. That's good. I didn't expect that. I didn't either. But I, I had a feeling based on your reaction both times when we listened to it yesterday. Oh, I literally almost told you yesterday. This is my favorite song. I'm just telling you now. I could I, I could get that I got that feeling. <laughs> and here I was I was waiting for it to be confirmed by listening to it again with you that I was like it's but it also has to be because it's just like it's the heaviest song on it. And it doesn't sound like the Eat the Rich is kind of like cheesy sounding, but most of the song isn't. So, no, and I think anybody that knows me, and if they listen to this album, they would have guessed. Yeah. Your song is Eat the Rich. I'd say that makes sense. Um, how old was I when I first started listening to this? This came out at the end of 1994. So, I, as soon as my dad bought it, so I'd say maybe 1995. Yeah. I bet he got it pretty early. I wouldn't. I think this would have been. Aerosmith is one of those bands that people just bought. It's, it's funny. one of those things they just did. It's always. It's a band that my dad has always really loved. I. I don't know. I don't know that they're his favorite. I. I don't know who my dad's favorite band is. I would consider them definitely in his top five. What I would. I would guess. Because he's I mean, loved them for so long, and I remember my mom specifically being like, "I don't like them." Your dad literally posted on our page that he thought about what if i would be on the podcast what would i choose hmm, probably aerosmith it would be aerosmith hmm, maybe toys in the attic but michelle would be more familiar with big ones he literally had that thought mm-hmm. and then what the next day he said or two days after heard the podcast and you're like i'm choosing big ones <laughs> so it obviously has a connection between you two so yeah. and i'm gonna say your dad probably had this <laughs> Not the day it came out, but pretty soon. Pretty soon. Yeah. He definitely enjoyed it very much. And, and knowing your dad, trickled down. he would want a bargain. So why not buy the fucking greatest hits instead of all the albums? Let's get all the bangers on one. My dad had one of those cool, uh, what a lot of people, I guess, probably had them, but those like suitcase cassette. For tape decks or for tape cassettes? Yeah. yeah. But it was like how they had the CD booklets. They had these basically just a fucking, like a suitcase, not yeah, a suitcase, but like a the, briefcase. In the case, it stayed in the plastic. Like, you know, the CD books, you took them out of the plastic case. Oh, yeah. Case. Everything just fit nice yeah, and lined tapes, up. They, and like, stacked in. It looked nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was awesome. No, I remember those. What was really nice was running your fingers, your hands <laughs> up and down it. Because. You've loved textures for I a long time. I love texture. I'm a little, uh, 
I don't know. I might be a little slightly on the spectrum. Every human on the world is on a spectrum in some way. Well, I mean, if it's a spectrum, then yeah. Exactly. That's how it would have to be. But I always, Same with sexuality. I like touching <laughs> things. Uh, all right, so sexuality. How, did I, Steven Tyler on how did I originally feel about this? I've always enjoyed it. I've always enjoyed my dad. So they're just, it's always given me positive. Good feelings. Yeah. Positive thoughts and positive deeds. These are <laughs> all the ways to Johnny make Apple you succeed. Seeds. Oh, okay. Please be good to all your family and friends. They're the only ones that will be there in the end. I'd like to be a Hulkamaniac. Have fun with, with my family, family and friends. friends. I said I'd like to. I want to be a <laughs> I'd like to be. <laughs> I'd like to. I wish. Would I recommend this today? I do not know anyone that I would recommend this to. That'd be a hard recommend. Yeah, because, yeah, I don't think this appeals to everyone. This is just kind of you... It's something that you were exposed to if you're more our age, or it's something that you sought out or not if you're older than us. I recommend it to your dad. <laughs> my dad recommended it to me, oh. and I listened. So I can't say I would necessarily recommend it, but I enjoy it very much. Sam, would you ever listen to this album again? No. But I would listen to select Aerosmith songs again. I'm not anti-Aerosmith all the way. I'm just anti-most Aerosmith songs. Are you... Did you ease up a little bit after listening to this? Oh, there's certain songs that uh, I never really liked in the past, but things like uh, that uh, Dude Looks Like a Lady is a little bit easier for me now. Uh, even Janie's Got a Gun's a little easier for me now, but things like Crying and oh, yeah. Amazing and fucking Angel. Those will never be yeah, easy. I understand. Just never will Those be. are all skippable I'm just for me. Made I don't a certain way, and I don't know why, but it's just <laughs> oil and water. Those are also songs that I don't. I don't know. I feel like you kind of get the gist after you've heard them so many times. Oh, I get the gist the first time I heard them in 1961. 61. Yeah, that was a good year, huh? Yeah, I mean, I wasn't alive, but yeah, well, these songs have been out since then. At yeah, least, at least that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. they, they they didn't. I didn't say earlier that they came out between. 87 and 93. <laughs> then it was just three albums that they compiled. Oh, Aerosmith the got started together. in 1927. How old do you think Steven Tyler is right now, without looking? Steven Tyler right now is... I do have that in front of me. See. I'm going to say Steven Tyler is... How old's my mom? He was 22 when they uh, got together. Well, fuck, then I'm going to say Steven Tyler's like 74. Ooh, that's so close. 73. Damn. That was, I mean, that's, that's you were a, in the that's, range. That's, it's a good score on the old dartboard. He was born 1948. 48? Wow, he's uh, three years older than my mom. Mm -hmm. He's three. A guy three years older than my mom is up on stage going, Eat the rouge, but I'm shoving up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. All right, so Sam, it's time to rate 0 to 10 Oliver the Rock and Roll Cats. For the album Big Ones okay. by Aerosmith. If you don't want to go first, I can. I can. Okay, go for it. Three. Okay. <laughs> it, I'll give it four, actually. If those fucking snoozers went on there, it would get a lot more. And if it not for the non-snoozers, it would get a lot less. So, four. Okay. Do you want to go three and a half since you originally no. said three and then correct Because I want to give the, the fucking good ones, like Eat the Rich, I want to give that like a nine. Yeah. But fucking Angel, I want to give like a negative two. <laughs> So we'll stick at four. I will say six and a half I, because I will agree with you. 
on pr- almost everything that you said. Uh, there are some songs that are just kind of like yeesh that I just don't really that I think are because there a lot of times I will say overall when I think of Aerosmith I more think cheese and corn than I think of oh, the good song. A, they had a way longer career doing that than they did the other stuff. I think if you also line up all of the hits that they've had, I maybe like half of them. But the ones that I like, well, I mean, I can't even say that because some are okay. Yeah. But like some are like really good that I like. I used to jam so hard to Sweet Emotion. <laughs> and I think it's a, I well, still think it's a really good, good song. Now that's Walk This Way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, run DMZ, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Describe this album in one word, Sam. Ooh, cigarettes. I'm going to say stacked. Stacked, that's a good one. It is a compilation. Yeah, it album. is the greatest hits, basically. Yeah, so it's uh, it's stacked with hits, but it's also because it is... uh, What's the word? It's encompassing their comeback. So it was a really big, explosive time for them. So Oh, they were on top of the world at this point. Yeah, so they were just uh, slinging hits out, so I'd say... Well, the only thing they were slinging around. Yeah, STDs. <laughs> All right. So we are uh, done with the question part of the podcast. Ooh. Next week, we are having an old pal back who hasn't been on in no. quite some time. Oh, no, we're not. Next week's our Christmas episode, I thought. Is it? Oh, that's right. I don't know what <laughs> weeks and days are. Well, well, we already know what's, what's coming on, going on in the future. But uh, apparently, yeah, next week is actually Christmas. Yes, right? Yeah, I fucked up. Okay. <laughs> so, so, a little tip there. In the future, we are having a friend who hasn't been on in a while. Yeah, he'll be on the, be the following episode. But next week, we are watching a Christmas classic in my eyes. It's in not even my episode. Well. This is a shared episode. This is the Christmas episode. I mean, I chose... I chose it. We're going to watch a movie. You chose it, but does not count towards either of our No, because I turn. think we probably watched it a lot growing yes, up. So of course. We are going to be watching the classic Ernest, Ernest Saves, Saves Christmas. Christmas. I almost said scared stupid. You wish. Uh, I do wish. There's still plenty of time. But that's what we're watching for the Christmas episode. Please enjoy. Do you think Kent would never pick something that cool, would he? Ernest Scared Stupid? Yeah. No, and he better not. I want to choose it. Well then, well then you should choose it I first. I've already had it happen twice now, where other people have chosen an album that I was going to choose, and one I feel ripped off about, and the other one I had a good conversation about. <laughs> yeah, it happens. You could have done it. You just had to. So be is faster. this Aerosmith right here? Yeah, we're going to go out with some Last Child, which I remember the first time I heard the song, I was like, whoa, this song is uh, very good. Right! Oh, yeah, this song kicks ass. This is a very good Aerosmith song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would go see Aerosmith if they were like, here's the song list we're doing. <laughs> and it was just like good shit. I'd be like, yeah, we're going to see Aerosmith. Even though this does have that bar feeling still. This is a good bar feeling. But this is, this, this song is, is like, so jamming. This has got some soul to it. And he's singing it in a very interesting way. All right, so that's the episode, right? We're done. episode. We'll be back with Ernest. Right. Thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, in Ernest. Watch some YouTube videos. I found out about tagging tonight. 
That's so hopefully more people will see this. That's why we might get more than seven views per video. <laughs> yeah. There's more than seven people who listen to this podcast. Go watch the goddamn video. Go check out our videos and see how fat I am in real life. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Yeah, I'll turn it down when I'm done listening to it. <laughs>